Welcome to the Jordan and Kristen Rickard Show. The world is falling apart, but you don't have to. Join Jordan and Kristen as they discuss the challenges that face us in our decaying world every day. God has a plan for you to have victory and to be a light in the darkness. As the Bible says, those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens, and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Now, here's Jordan and Kristen. All right, guys. Well, happy Monday and welcome to another edition of Jordan and Kristen Pray For You. We're going to try to get through this in Kristen's front yard here where we're being attacked by bugs, but in uh, Jesus' name, we're going to rebuke those. We should have worn pants. <laughs> anyway, anyway, hey guys, listen. Um, so on Friday, I talked to you uh, about vengeance, and it's the beginning of our darkness series. And I want to talk a little bit more about vengeance because it's a bigger topic than, than I think we want to admit. You have to understand that one of the things the enemy wants to do is neutralize whatever good, whatever good thing God wants to do in your life, okay? And one of the main things God wants to do for us is give us power. I don't really understand how we've allowed ourselves to be tricked into believing we're supposed to be weak and powerless. The Bible says ours is not a spirit of fear or timidity, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Now, the enemy will get you to think, oh, no, there's no power in Christ. I mean, you know, Jesus says, you know, turn the other cheek. Okay, bless those who curse you. Be forgiving. That sort of thing. That's not power. You don't want to do that. No, you want to get back at people. That's power. This is what Jesus has a weakness. But no, what he's really doing is he's trying to put you in a position where you can't be trusted with power. Therefore, God will not empower you. And therefore, you're not a threat to the enemy. Okay, make no mistake about it. God wants to empower you. When you see all these people out in the world, okay, they're powerless. They think they have power. Maybe they have money. Maybe they have fame or celebrity. Maybe they have none of that stuff, okay? But real power comes from Christ. So the enemy wants you to be put in a position where Christ can't trust you with power because then you can't hurt him. And the way he does this, one of the main ways he does this is by getting you to think vengeful thoughts, all right? I'll tell you a story. Now, I told you a story on Friday where I really had to uh, repent of... Um, uh, of vengeful thought. And, and one of the things you need to know about that is whether, whether it comes to repenting of, of that thought or, or more generally being forgiving, if we ask God to, to help us forgive somebody, it doesn't happen instantly a lot of times, okay? A lot of times you have to kind of keep just rejecting that thought, rejecting the vengefulness, rejecting the lack of forgiveness. Just like if you want to be a professional bodybuilder, you don't lift a weight once and then think you're Arnold Schwarzenegger. You have to constantly build up. And so it's a battle, but you get stronger and stronger. But I'll tell you a story. I used to work at this job that was a, a position of, of high authority in the government, and there were people higher than me. Okay, I was a prosecutor. And there were a lot of good people at this prosecutor's office. Don't get me wrong. But there were some really evil, bad people. By any objective measure, these were just bad people in very high positions in that office. And I, I left there after about three and a half years. And there came a point in time where I was placed in a position afterwards, actually twice this happened, to expose those people for what they were. Now, here's what you can't do when you're in that situation. You can't think, oh, good. Now I'm going to get back at them because that's the wrong motivation. Okay. And God's not going to honor that. And you're going to get yourself in a lot of trouble that way. All right. And God's especially not going to empower you if you're going to be filled with pride because pride moves you away from God. Okay. When that situation happens, you need to be able to go to God and humble yourself and say, God, whatever your will is in here, I will do this for your glory, 
not for my glory, not for revenge, not because afterwards I need these people um, thinking about how great I am, but rather how great God is, okay? And indeed, in both of those situations, I totally exposed those people for what they were. But I did it with a solemnity. I didn't, I wasn't really happy to do it. I did it because I had to do it. And you have to be very, very careful. It's one thing to conquer God's enemies. It's one thing to be happy to be serving God. But you should, you should do it with a sense of solemnity and sobriety. Understand you're just, you're, what you're doing is for God, not to satisfy some kind of weird bloodlust in you, which is very, very dangerous. Okay. But this is the principle that God wants you to be able to take on the works of darkness. God wants you to be able to take on not just your enemies, but really his enemies. Okay, that's the idea. But in order to do that, he has to be able to empower you, and which means he has to know that he can trust you not to use it for evil and certainly not to use it to hurt yourself by getting yourself all filled up with pride and anger. I'll tell you something, nothing gets you further away from God faster than pride, and few things compromise your judgment and will get you into trouble more than anger. Okay, in fact, I'll do a sermon on anger later, but they're all kind of interrelated. I mean, uh, you know, vengefulness is kind of like anger combined with pride. It's like the worst of both worlds, which is why we're starting out with this, but we'll get to the other ones later. So here's the thing. You have to understand, when I say, when God says again, vengeance is mine, thus say the Lord, he's not saying be weak and let me have all the fun. If anything, he's saying, show me that you can be trusted with power so that I can have you take on Take on the enemies of darkness, okay? So, so, so that, so that you can take on really what he's saying is my enemies. The Bible says, in the Bible, God says to David, I'll prepare a table for you in the presence of your enemies. But my message for you today is God wants to prepare a table for you in the presence of his enemies, okay? And if that's the kind of power that you want, and it should be, then understand it comes with a lot of responsibility. And part of that responsibility is to make sure your head and your heart are in the right place. And how do we do that? We said that last time, right? We do it. God says, vengeance is mine, thus saith the Lord. It's not, I get to have all the fun. It's please take this burden off of your chest and put it onto God's shoulders and let him carry that burden for you so that instead you can be filled with with power, love, and a sound mind and with that comes joy and peace in the Holy Spirit. That's my message for you today. I love that. I love the fact that you are addressing these things because I feel like there's no sermons about this. Like they're not really talked about often. Oh, no, because no pastor know? wants to get up there and say, I have unforgiveness. I've been angry. Yeah. I've had vengeful thoughts. Nobody wants to say that. I think it's better if I just be real and admit that I'm a human being, That's right. that we've had these thoughts. But this is how... This is how what God has taught us through these things. And part of the key is you have to always have a teachable spirit. That goes back to the good mm-hmm. ground we were talking about a couple yeah. uh, a couple lessons ago. Always be teachable, be willing to learn and understand that it's it's like I said it's weightlifting. You yeah. know, th- th- it's not like someone does you wrong and say I forgive you. The enemy's going to come back and try to get you to un to to continue not forgiving that person because he wants to hold you back because remember the Bible says if you don't give forgiveness, you won't get forgiveness. So he wants to keep you away from you getting the forgiveness whereas God is giving you this opportunity to to exercise forgiveness so he can show you his grace and mercy. That's Yeah, that is so well said, so well put and it's like all of these things are meant so that we can have the fullness of the life that God has for us. We say we're Christian and we say we believe this, but to really 
walk those things out in what we do is is a quite another thing. It's really important to do that. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Awesome. Awesome. Well, you know what? I want to do a verse, and I might have done this verse before, but I just feel like it bears repeating. Look how far away is it? I, I lean like honestly like just three inches back from Kristen and all of a sudden her head is twice the size of mine. This is a great lesson in filmmaking. Of focus. It's like no perspective. Like, it looks like we're like I'm running, you know, I know. <laughs> back here. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Sorry. Okay. So um, I sought the Lord and he answered me and delivered me from all of my fears. Amen. Psalm 34, 4. Great one. You know what? I love that. And actually, um, my sister and I wrote a whole song based on that. I love that because it says all of my fears. God is an all kind of God. He's a God of abundance. He is a God of complete healing and completion, complete overflow, complete provision, not just good enough, not just almost there, not just let's settle for this, for good is the enemy of great. God wants to deliver you from all, from all the things that hold you back, from all that's why when we're doing this series, from all. Why would you let a little tiny thing in? Why would you let a little toe hold? Lord, come and consume us head to toe, completely in our spirits, God. Come in. We give you all room to work. We don't say, Lord, here, you can have this little piece of me. You can have all of my heart, Lord. You have all of my heart. You have all of my soul. And my soul glorifies you, God. You have all of me, God. Lord, there's nothing in me that wants just part of you, God. I want all of you and I want you to have all of me. God, deliver us from everything, God. You you are an abundant God who has great and unsearchable things with, that we do not know. And you have promised us that hope. The enemy wants us to feel and think that, okay, God can give you a little bit of your blessing, but God wants to totally, totally deliver us and, and delight in us and have us live in the winning mentality of abundance and, and to be the head and not the tail and to lend and not borrow. We, there's no reason that we can't have the life that God has called us to have, called us to have in obedience and in faith. We, we declare that life by, by being what God has called us to be and accepting and receiving. God, God spoke to me a couple of years ago with the word enjoy and receive. The words enjoy and receive. God wants, God is giving you gifts. He wants you to receive, receive him. Receive who he is. Trust him. Sometimes through false humility, we, we feel like, okay, I'm, I'm going to just, oh, Lord, I don't know, uh, you know, and we think we're being all humble, but that's really just false humility. We receive all the goodness of God. God, we receive all your, your power and your peace and your provision. And we enjoy you. You have called us to a life of enjoyment. You're a good, good father. Not just a good father. You are the best mm -hmm. father. Yep. You know, I really love that song, Chris Tomlin's song, You're a Good, Good Father. But I just want to say, and, and I know where his heart was in writing that, but you're not just good, God. You are the best. There's a lot of good, but you are the best. You are the abundance. The separation and the gap from good and God are is, is a huge gap. And so sometimes we just settle for good enough. So Lord, I pray for everybody listening who's settling for good enough, who's settling for, I can live with that. 
Lord, we, we refuse to, to take the mentality, I can live with that for ourselves and for other people. We do not accept halfway healing, halfway abundance for anyone. For halfway abundance and halfway healing is no healing and no abundance at all. But we accept everything that you've given us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Good dynamite job there, Kristen. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Great job. All right. Well, we got some great prayers tonight. Um, if you want, we can do, let's do this first. I forgot. Okay. We'll do, do you want to do these two? Yeah, do a couple of times. Uh, the two inbox ones. So left and right. Okay, yeah. so Robin says, please pray for my husband. He has dementia, I guess. I'm, I'm guessing so. For full he- healing. And so he can return to me. He, he's in Los Angeles and I'm in Redding, California. So Robin, we're going to pray for your husband and uh, the, the dementia he's suffering from. And Asif says, greetings from Pakistan. In Jesus' name, kindly pray for me and my wife, Evangelist Olfat, preaching and evangelism in Pakistan, spreading the word of God. Okay. Well, Father God, we thank you for Robin and her husband, and we thank you for Asif and his wife. God, we pray for both of these marriages, first of all. We pray for the ministry for Asif. We pray for supernatural abundance and protection. We pray also that his ministry is extremely effective and influential, that it's able to not just heal a lot of people's hearts and minds, but also feed them physically and house them and clothe them. And God, we pray for Robin. We pray for her husband. Listen, this actually goes back to the verse I just prayed, God. Yours says, ours is not a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Sound mind is inconsistent with dementia. So God, we pray for a sound mind for Robin's husband, and we pray that they receive this supernatural blessing. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 And now we want to pray um, for Tara. It says, um, pray that I can have a full-time job because she's only working part-time, and I can get my utilities so that they are not cut off. Adamu says, um, pray for uh, promises to not fail, mm. a monitoring spirit, um, jealousy, disappointment, unstable mind, unnecessary delay, eating in my dreams. We see a lot of that eating in my eating dreams. Eating in my dreams, yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't know why setbacks, breaking chain, anything that causes problems in my household, I need your prayers. Uh, well, Lord, we pray for Tara in Jesus' name. We pray that you would get her the job that she needs and give her just God, you are her provider and you do not want her to live in just an average life in you, God. I pray that you provide not just for her utilities, but you provide for the dreams she has in her heart and you provide not just financially, but in every single way, God. Um, I just pray that you would be the bridge that, that brings her and, and carries her to where she's supposed to be and continues to carry her even when she gets to that destination, God, every step of the way. Lord, for Adamu, I pray for all of this. Um, this person seems to really be wrestling mm. in the spirit. Mm-hmm. And even though you see this a lot of times where it's, you know, there's so many relatives. I think we were talking the other day about anxiety and depression, how they're linked. And there's so many relatives, but it, they're also so connected. So all of these jealousy, disappointment, unstable mind, mm-hmm. they're all connected. So in Jesus' name, we pray. And whatever this eating in the dreams is. In Jesus' name, we pray that Adama would just feel your power, your power, your Holy Spirit power would just fall on him. In Jesus' name, Jesus, right now, anything the enemy is trying to do, we pray 
against any bondage, any uh, break the chains, Lord. Break the chains for him and his future legacy, Lord, that he may not be tormented by all of this, God, but give him the power and the love and the sound mind. Deliver him from all of his fears, God, and let him follow you all of his days. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Okay, we've got, if you want to do Karen and Nadia and Abel, I mean, Abe or... Yeah, I'll do, well, I'll just do yeah. these two and you do yeah, the finish off. Oh, so Karen says, thank you, it's a prayer answered. I want you to pray for my family for a strong relationship, to be happy and loving and also protection. Thank you, Lord, for these two wonderful people. That's us, amen. Oh. Nadia, pray for healing of my mouth, take out a tooth, having lots of pain and swelling. Okay, and I'll just, just throw a B in here. A B says, please pray for my family. So first of all, God, we want to thank you for Karen and a B and their families who we pray for, that they all have strong relationships, that they're all happy and loving. We pray for their protection. We pray that theirs, uh, their family lives are characterized by love, joy, and peace. In fact, I'll pray that for our family lives as well, because why the heck not? Yeah. Um, guys, if I were you, I'd watch the video we did a while ago on the fruits of the Spirit, explaining that if you want those three things, love, joy, and peace, those are the first three, they're condi- conditioned on the other six. So it's love, joy, and peace conditioned on patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Yeah. If you have those other six, you can't help but have the first three. So, God, thank you for Karen and Abi, and we pray for their families. As far as Nadia goes, God, we pray against this healing, uh, sorry, against this pain in her mouth, against the swelling in her mouth, which we cause through the Spirit to totally recede. We pray for total healing of her mouth. We pray also she doesn't have to have any other teeth removed. God, we thank you. We pray this is a a good and quick work because tooth pain can be just awful. Yeah. So God, just bring her out of this pain and bring her into the total healing of you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And just Christina's last. Christine, uh, one of my uh, friends, close friends, Christine, asked for um, prayer for those in Texas, Haiti, Dominican Republic, and Puerto Rico. Uh, where they're without power following the Hurricane Hannah and Tropical uh, Storm Isis. I think she meant Isaac, but... Um, and pray for F- Florida. They're about to get hit by the hurricane as well. So, um, yes, yes, we pray. I have a lot of friends in all of these different places and, um, certainly our new friends here at the prayer page. If you're in, in those areas, we're going to pray for you in Jesus name. I pray for all these people impacted by the hurricane, Lord, all these natural disasters. Um, and Lord, we know that you're, you keep us you're the God that keeps us safe in the storm and the storms of these li- this life, whether that's a physical storm or an emotional storm, God, you're the, st- the stability. You are the, the, the power that keeps us afloat. You're the, under your wing, we find refuge and you're a strong, uh, the strong tower we run to and are safe, God. Keep all these people safe. Keep their, their power, give them power in the Holy Spirit and power in their homes. And just just keep them protected and give them a peace that passes understanding. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, Kristen, great job. Can you please uh, lead everybody here in the call to salvation? Yes, if you'd like to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, this is your perfect opportunity. There's no time like the present. Just follow after me. Just keep your voice up just a little bit. Okay. Dear Jesus, I admit that I have sinned. I ask you to come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. I make you my Lord and Savior. I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, 
We're so excited for you. Uh, definitely comment on this, this video or send us a message. We want to know about it. Absolutely. All right, guys. Listen, thanks for joining us. We really appreciate it. We're, we'll see you again in a couple of days on Wednesday, 730 Eastern Standard Time. Please remember to like and share the videos for us. It's not really for our benefit. We're trying to help other people. So if you share the videos, that would be great. Um, in the meantime, guys, so we'll see you Wednesday. In the meantime, as always, be blessed and be a blessing. Bye. Goodbye. Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to follow Jordan and Kristen Ministries on Facebook, YouTube, and iTunes. And remember to tune in next week and every week on Tuesdays at 845 on WMCA The Mission, AM 570 and FM 102.3. Amazing grace.